You are listening to Oaks People Podcast, a weekly podcast by Oaks Church, Brooklyn. Through a series of informal, story-based conversations, we share some of the challenges, the joys, and the ordinary moments of a community following Jesus in the heart of the city. Enjoy, and thank you for tuning in. Hello, Oaks people. This is your What's Happening podcast, and I am your pastor of discipleship and mission, Patrick Boatwright. Now, usually this is an end of the month podcast looking ahead to the month to come, but as our lead team is taking some much needed rest during July, this episode is actually going to cover everything you need to know for July and August. So consider it our summer month podcast. Now, as usual, Meg, our executive director and resident queen of the calendar, will give us the rundown on some upcoming need-to-know dates. Then we're going to check in with Rachel Larson, our leader of congregational prayer, to find out what things as a church we can be surrounding in communal prayer. And then lastly, my favorite, we have our misfit stories. These are stories of God happenings around our community that just wouldn't be told anywhere else. So that's it. That's the rundown. Let's dive in. So we are here with Meg Jacobs, our executive director and keeper of the calendar. Hello, Meg, how are you doing? Good. Doing well. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I can't complain. Uh, it doesn't matter if I did. So we'll just, you know, just live in it. I have a, maybe I'll tell a misfit story later about uh, how I accidentally painted my house pink um, this week. It's a good so, story, guys. It's a good story. <laughs> yeah. <we'll laughs> <see. laughs> uh but Meg, before we get into some upcoming dates for July, yes. uh, anybody who obviously is, is here in the city knows that a lot of changes have been happening um, citywide around COVID. And I know some people may be asking, like, what does this mean for our church? And I just thought you could just real quickly speak to should we expect any changes uh, imminently or not? Great question. So for us right now, for our gatherings, the only change that we've really made is we've stopped doing temperature checks. So when you come in for check-in on Sunday mornings, we do ask about just any COVID symptoms, um, but we still are going to be wearing masks and sitting six feet apart if possible. Um, mainly, I mean, if you're with your with your people in your home, those seats are uh, closer together, but the rest of them, they're set up in two, six feet apart. And while most of the city now is open, as they're saying, um, a lot of the caveats are still if you are vaccinated. And because we don't want to create any division in our church or have a, you know, segregated section of vaccinated, not vaccinated, we're just going to keep our masks on um, for, for now. And also because, you know, these places that are open to this and saying don't wear masks, they're not singing in a closed room, um, which we are. So as we're doing this and worshiping together, we're going to stay um, with these guidelines and probably through the end of July, possibly August. And then we'll just keep listening and reassessing. And um, hopefully things just keep trending the way they are. 
And we're hoping that um, possibly things can change for the fall, but for now, probably through August, we're going to be keeping things the same. Cool. Yeah. And that's for all the reasons you mentioned. And also, frankly, you're going on vacation in July. I don't know if that's going to make it in your announcements of dates. Uh, <laughs> but July is typically the time where uh, the staff um, takes a break and the, ch- and the church as a whole enters a slower rhythm. And there's just really, <laughs> we're going to let things ride as they are for now. And then um, we'll reassess uh, and obviously do that with continued wisdom and insight towards the health of our church. So awesome. Uh, Now let's get to it. July dates. What's happening in July that should be on our radar? Great. July. What a great month. Amazing people were born in this month. (laughs) Not mentioning my yeah, yourself um, included. I my birthday. Um, yeah, so we shared this past week, um, and this is when you guys are listening to this, it'll be like two weeks, um, about starting Leftio 365. And I actually did my yeah. first one um, this morning, and guys, I really loved it. And so I'm, I hope that you're excited as I am about what we're doing with this. Um, and so what this is, it's an app that we can pray through the Bible together. It's a daily devotional resource from our friends at 24-7 um, that help you encounter God and shape your life by praying the Bible every day. So the morning prayers teach you how to pray the Bible with daily devotions inspired by the Lectio Divina, which is a way of meditating on the Bible that's been used by Christians for centuries. Each day we read the same passage twice and come expectant that God will speak through it. So it was really cool doing this morning, we were reading through Exodus and you read it once. And then the, the I actually put it on play mode and actually a person guided me through this mm-hmm. and the reader did that for me. And it was just great to just like pause in the moment and pray over the words and think about the scripture and put myself in the scripture and pray for other people, the same things. Um, and so you'll use that, those, this um, pray acronym that we're all familiar with because we've been using it in our prayer rooms as well. The past couple of years is to just pause and be still Rejoice with the psalm and reflect on the Bible. Ask God to help us with uh, help us and others, and then to yield to His will in our lives. And so that was really cool this morning. And I'm excited to do the night prayer because there is one in the morning and one at night. And then that's allowing us to just process the day and prepare to sleep. Which I don't know if you're like me. I just my mind races at night, so I'm really excited to like <laughs> have something to close and rest. Um, but we draw um, inspiration from the ancient Christian practice called the examine, and that helps us reflect, rejoice, and repent and rest for each evening. So you can go to your app store and just Google Lectio 365 or Google it, search it, and then you can also go to our website um, at slash prayer, and you can just click right there on both um on the website we have both the android and the iphone uh app for you to download and you can start using that today great uh can you choose your uh reading voice like you can choose series <laughs> no I, actually i think each time is different from what i'm guessing I so see. yeah today's whether well, a gentleman from south africa who also lived in england so his voice was like I'm figuring out this accent but it was it was so great and just i loved hearing it like i think there's you can read it as well but it was great hearing and reading because it could kind of like step away from it and fully absorb like really be in it well my <laughs> siri voice is the south african voice so right. i'm in this sounds you're, already great. you're already there <laughs> So that's just everything that we're doing through the summer, and we'd love to invite you all into that. And then just some July dates for you all. We mentioned this. Um, we mentioned this in the gatherings as well. I just we're going to have a July Fourth picnic. We know that a lot of folks are off. You have the Monday off probably, um, and it's just a time for us to gather together um, as a community and just celebrate being together. And so, an American. Be- 
<laughs> and then being in America. And, then, and even if you're not, welcome. Um, you know, yeah. America is a complicated place. There's a lot of feelings. Yeah, so we're just celebrating. I said, we celebrate being together here in America. Um, and so please come. It's going to be one o'clock. It's going to be just like where we've met for the past picnics we've had for Easter and for the in May and 16th. And so we'll be in McCarran Park, enter at Driggs and Lorimer, look for our big gold flag and bring a picnic, bring a blanket, bring your friends. Anyone's welcome to come. And we'd love for you just to spend some time with us on the 4th. Awesome. And then a reminder here. So like, as, as Patrick was mentioning, uh, July is a big day for us for or big month for us uh, for travel. So a lot of folks are out of town uh, through July and that includes most of uh, our staff here. And so on July, we were looking at the calendar and we were like, oh, I don't think anyone's gonna be here on July 18th. And so we mm -hmm. are going to have a, um, a gathering. Open mic. Yeah, <laughs> just gonna be on YouTube. So everything will be um, in advance. And um, Gemma's already even recorded her sermon uh, because she left for Ireland. And so we are um, gonna be on YouTube that day only at 1030. Um, so there is not a live gathering um, on July 18th. So mark your calendars already. Uh, that is gonna be just on YouTube. And then we'll return to our live gatherings on the 27th. Okay, so if you show up at the 18th, you can just hold church outside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm sure Sage is open. Right. You can just that opens at noon, so just go ahead and go over there. Yeah, break um, some bread. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be by yourself, and maybe with some friends outside. Meet our neighbors. Um, so that's that. And then marking your calendars for upcoming events that are coming in August. So this is Patrick, and he can share more too if he wants to. But on starting August 7th and continuing each Saturday in August, um, Patrick's going to be hosting a children's book reading from 9.30 to 10.30 right in our gathering space. So it's open to all of the community, not just the church community. Anyone can walk in and join us for this time. And he'll be reading with funny voices and everything, pre-selected books for little ones and big kids. And we'll have donuts and coffee will be provided um, for the adults, uh, the coffee, not the kids, <laughs> but donuts for all. I mean, hey. And <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing if we give coffee to kids, there's no point in story time. They're just going to, it's going to be running time. That's fair. Uh, so no need to RSVP, but mass will be required for the adults. Anything else to share with that besides just excitement and maybe a voice? I don't know. <laughs> oh man, I am really excited. And the, the whole point of this is I have found as I've entered fatherhood, a real joy in reading children's books aloud so uh, to James. And so I was like, I, you know, I really like it. My favorite is, uh, I have two favorites. One, Giraffes Can Dance. It's an incredible story about Gerald the giraffe. I won't spoil it for you, but let's just yeah. say we, we learn a, a, a very important lesson about the power of learning confidence in our own moves so also, there's that do the gerald is that like a dance <laughs> do the gerald. we will make up a gerald dance for sure I'm in. I'm in. Uh, and then i'm very excited about uh the gruffalo so i don't know if you know the story of the gruffalo but i think it's one of the more inventive uh children's stories that i've ever read and that's probably my favorite voice because the gruffalo sounds something like um says um Oh boy, I'm the Gruffalo. My favorite food is roasted fox. So that's the Gruffalo. I could, that was, I was a little off because I've been on Zooms all morning. And so uh, it will be better, way more smoother in person, I promise. But yeah, just. Um, yeah. Come even if you're a kid at heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like listening to children's books. 
Come on in. Basically, I'm angling for the new uh, Reading Rainbow. Yes, which if you're too young to know what Reading Rainbow is, oh gosh. Google it. Google it. Give it a Google. Get it up on YouTube. It's a masterpiece, guys. Great. Um, and then just a reminder as well, we want you to stay connected over the summer. And so if you're like, where can I get all the information? Um, our monthly newsletter goes out the first of the month. You can sign up for that on our website, this podcast, uh, which will be updated. And so we have the end of the month podcast. And we also have our sermon podcasts uh, that go out and that's on Apple or Spotify. And it's just Oaks Church, Brooklyn. You can follow us on Instagram at oaksbk.church. And if you haven't already downloaded our app, that's a great way to, you can do that on church center and that has a directory. You can connect with any groups you're in, like your community group. And you can also register for the gatherings right there. And of course, all of this is on our website, oaksbk.church. Awesome. That's great. All right. Well, I am looking forward to all those things, particularly our celebration of America and living in America on July 4th. I just love a good picnic. I love a good hamburger. Yeah. Hot dog is my favorite food. Um, and my, you know, My dream is that there's like someone actually cooking out next to us who just like has so much extra food for some reason. And then we also make best friends over all of this. They just want to share with us. And now we have new best friends. And I hey. think that is what America's all about, <laughs> making best friends over food. <laughs> wholeheartedly agree and we're about to jump to the prayer segment with rachel but i will say we can all be praying i have been praying that somehow we can figure out how to get like a big church grill because i will happily happily take up the mantle of like burger flipper um yes. and we can just do our own just little like let's feed the community let's see how this this ground beef stretches um or you know well i guess ground beef is gluten-free i know you're gluten-free yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Regardless, yeah, more impossible burgers that too for all of our friends. Yes, I I will join you in this prayer. <laughs> Great. All right. Thanks, Meg. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so now one of my favorite segments, it's prayer time with Rachel Larson. Rachel, how you doing? I'm doing well, Patrick. How are you? You know, I can't complain. Uh, well, Rachel, we just heard from Meg about this new prayer rhythm that we're starting, Lectio 365. And I'm really excited about it. And she gave a really great endorsement about it. But uh, what I wanted to hear from you about is that Lectio 365 is a resource of 24-7 prayer. And we are a 24-7 prayer church, and you are the 24-7 prayer coordinator of New York City. So there's a lot of 24-7 prayer, but I know some may be listening and they're like, I keep hearing that name and word and organization, but what is it? And what is this thing that we're a part of? So would you just give us a little bit, little bit more of a background on 24-7 prayer and what that means to be a 24-7 prayer church? I would love to. So 24-7 prayer, their long name is 24-7 prayer, mission, and justice. And it is a global movement that started actually in 1999. It's like there was something in the air that was happening that year. And a lot of stuff started happening around prayer. It started in the UK and eventually moved over to the United States. But essentially, it's this idea that, you know, no matter what kind of denomination, sect you, you classify yourself as, as a Christian, 
there's something we can all unite around. And that's this idea of prayer that we all desire to speak to God, to hear God's voice. And with 24-7, there's really this acknowledgement that us being in the presence of God is what pushes us forward into mission and justice and to do it um, with God's eyes, with God's heart. And so we are aligned with that as a church. It's a huge part of why we pray because we want to be a people led by the spirit of God and not led by our own best ideas, but by God's best ideas. Awesome. Amen. I love that. Well, speaking about God's best ideas, we need a few of them, right? Um, I know you have some some specific prayer requests uh, that we as a church can all be like gathering around and centering around. And yeah, why don't you just like lead us into those? Yeah, a couple things going on in the life of our church. You know, if you've been following us the last 16 months, you know, we've had a food pantry and we've been partnering with a wonderful church, um, St. John's and um, beautiful people. They've given us their space for nearly a year and a half. And our season with them has come to a close. But what we have is a church full of people who are on fire for doing mercy and justice. And we have a heart to serve our neighborhood. And so we are entering this season, really taking July to pray, um, to pray for unity in our church, to pray for partnerships, Um, and to trust God in terms of what he's doing with our heart and our desire to serve the community. And so we would invite you guys, Oaks Church Brooklyn, to pray along with us, to pray for God's best ideas about the future of the food pantry, about how we can serve our neighbors, about how we can grow as a people of mercy and justice. Mm. And we need a new new location. So you know, if anybody's got any ideas or spare storefront lying around, let's spare let's pray that on in. Affordable storefront. Absolutely. I'm just saying prayer room slash pantry room. You know, we're just feeding people heart, soul, and spirit and body. So I want to add empty warehouse too, you know, like let's not be limited by our biggest prayers, you know, so. I love it. That's great. What else can we be praying for together? You know, the other thing, no one's going to be surprised by this, but obviously Tyler left a little over a month now and we're still in. Oh, wait, really? He did. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I was wondering where he's been. Hopefully you guys have been, you know, it seems like the church (laughs) is still moving. So, Um, but we're still in this season of praying for a new lead pastor. And so really praying for the elders as they, make those decisions about who that person will be and you know praying for us as a church family that we would be um, an advocate for whoever comes in that that our hearts would be open to them that we would pray for them and love them even now before we you know know what their name will be know what they'll look like know what their background will be and trust that whoever god puts in that position that we we don't have lack that we have a God of abundance who wants to lead us into a new season and is going to use this person to do that. So, and being a people that are advocating for our future and for whoever this person will be. That's great. Yeah. I'm in on it. In our ways, I think, you know, one thing that's going to be true, no matter who our next leader is, is that it's been, it's, I think more clear now than ever that we have to be a church 
where everyone plays and everyone's involved and everyone's using their gifts. Uh, and like, I know that doesn't come naturally. So how do we just, you know, develop a culture of praying like, God, how would you use me in this season? I think it's gonna be really important. Kind of along that lines, you have, I know, uh, as we look towards this next season of our church and as we're eventually gonna be moving into the fall here in a month or two, uh, an invitation of sorts of, of prayer and also some other hearing from God. Why don't you give that to us? Yeah, I really think of, you know, in a similar way with the food pantry where it's praying and dreaming. We want to do that with just the life of prayer in our church in general. God, what might you have for us? How might you want us to contend in prayer? What are the dreams that you have, God, that you want to lay on our heart? And so I want to invite you guys to pray along with us to ask God, how can we contend in prayer? And, you know, one thing we've started talking about is what does a prayer room look like next year? And Lord willing, it will not be online. Um, can we do a longer season of prayer? Where could that be? And, you know, there's so much more when we think about the prayer life of our church. And so I want to invite everybody to dream along with us. And if, you, if God's laying a dream on your heart, if you've had an idea that's been brewing, you haven't brought it up, um, please email prayer at oaks bk.church is that right did i get the you nailed it um but email us let us know what your dreams are because like patrick just said like this is a church of leaders and we want to hear what you guys are saying because we really believe that and you know one of the way god speaks is through unity he uses people to keep bringing up the same things over and over and over and then we push into those things and said please dream with us pray with us for what the future could be Awesome. Well, I am really excited. I'm so thankful for your leadership in this area. And uh, I can't wait till next one. We'll talk about the next uh, prayers and hopefully we'll have a couple of answer prayers to report back on. Lord willing. Come Lord Jesus. Thanks. Okay, friends, we're here at our final segment, Misfit Stories. Now, before we listen in on what God has been up to around our community, I just wanted to take a second to invite you, yes, you listening to this, to submit your own Misfit Story for a future podcast. Now, how do you do that, you ask? Well, first, identify a recent story that the church could benefit from hearing, whether that's an encouraging moment in your life that clearly illustrates how God can and is moving or teaches us something about his nature. Or maybe there's a major life change that the community has walked alongside you in and you want to share an update or thanks. If you're not sure, just send it in any way and our podcast producers will help you figure it out. So once you have your story, find a nice quiet place free from all the busy city noise and maybe your toddler's tantrum. Though, as a father of a two-year-old, I get it, impossible. Just do the best you can. And use your voice memo on your phone or some other fancy recording device you may have lying around. Take one to two minutes to share your story and why it's important to you. Then just email it in to info at oaksbk.church and we'll take it from there. It's that easy. And just a few notes. While we certainly hope to share as many of the stories on this podcast as possible, our producers do reserve the right to hold off in their best judgment or to post on a future recording and to edit for clarity and length.
Now, speaking of length, enough of the directions, it's time to get into the stories. And I wanted to start this one off by sharing that my wife, Catherine, and our son, James, have just recently moved into the neighborhood. We left our first home as a family in Prospect Lefferts Garden and just recently located to the Broadway Triangle Bushwick area, just south of our gathering place. And we are really excited to be closer to everyone. And once we're able to crawl out from under all these boxes, we can't wait to open our doors to all of you. Now, just maybe not all at once, but you get the picture. Uh, and for those of you about to move, pro tip, if you're going to paint, make sure to put a splash on the wall to test before you paint all your walls and ceilings. I can tell you from experience that what may look white in your old place can definitely look pale pink in your new one. So... <laughs> Take do with that as you will. Okay, enough about me. Let's listen into a few more stories. Hi guys, this is Emily and Sam Winks, and we just got married 16 days ago. We would both recommend it. We would highly recommend it. And in this season, we're really um, just excited to be re-engaging in the church and just not having the cloud of wedding planning over us. And we've been really encouraged seeing young couples forming and we were so encouraged to be able to celebrate our wedding with people from the community where we met. Um, and yeah. that was really special because we met in community group and like that's, that's really how we got to know each other. Yeah. And so we just, we're excited in this season and figuring out what our new normal is and getting situated in our new home. And just, we want to be able to support young couples and people who are not as far along in the road as us in the same way that a lot of couples in this church helped us early on in our relationship yeah we were definitely mentored i mean quite literally by Gemma and john uh in our relationship and that was so special and incredible to us um but yeah we're excited to figure out what it looks like for us to serve in the church together as one flesh as they say in the bible um <laughs> and uh yeah just just re-engage with community because we definitely checked out for a little bit because wedding planning is stressful guys it's real stressful but it's it totally worth it it's really really worth it and it's really magical and wonderful we love you all guys and we're excited to see you this summer and we're just excited to just be back in church regularly yeah 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 guys we love you so much um thank you for all your love and support and we hope to do this thank you guys so much for your kind words and your help over the last yes. two and a half years thank you for understanding and yeah everything and we sorry love for you. the unreplied text we love you bye guys bye Church Brooklyn. This is Gemma. If we don't know each other, I am the associate pastor here and I'm currently coming to you from Ireland where we are on vacation and I have a little misfit story for you connected to our travel. So we've been planning this trip for quite a few months. We haven't seen our families in almost two years. So we've been very much looking forward to it. The kids have been so excited. And at various points um, due to various travel restrictions in Ireland, it has looked like it wouldn't happen. We've had flights canceled. We've had to rebook. We've been all sorts of hurdles, but thankfully restrictions changed about a month ago. We were able to rebook flights. And ever since we have been so excited about coming back. 
Now we were due to travel at 5.30pm on the Monday evening and the weekend before had been really full. We'd been at a friend's wedding and then we'd had church on the good way on the Sunday and we'd also had to, you know, schedule the PCR test within a particular window prior to travel. But that Sunday evening before we were due to fly, we were at home getting organized. The kids were in bed. I was trying to get us packed. John was gathering all our passports and travel documents when he discovered that Ember's passport had expired. Yes, we are those parents. Um, So baby passports only last for five years. And we knew that. Ember had turned five in December. So as of January, the passport was no longer valid for international travel. And because we hadn't traveled anywhere in a year and a half, we had just not even thought to check them. So we um, reached out to family and friends, asked everyone to pray. Um, Some of our friends had had a similar experience some years before. So they told us, um, you know, to a place to go to get passport photos 24 hours and then told us that if we could get to the New York passport office in the city a couple of hours before it opened at 7 30 um, that they would take some emergency walk-in appointments if you could prove you were traveling within three days and obviously we were traveling at the end of that day um, so we ended up getting our five-year-old out of bed at 10 o'clock at night to ride on our scooter in her pajamas to get passport photographs done John got up at 5 a.m. to head into the city to the New York passport office and stood in line waiting until it was due to open at 7.30. But when the security guard arrived at some point before that, he made it very clear to those waiting in line that there, um, because of COVID, there were no emergency walk-in appointments being given, no matter what the sob story was. Without an appointment, no one was getting into a federal building. And he said that all we could do was call the number on the door. So when Ember and I arrived to meet uh, to meet John at 7.30, hoping that we would be able to go with him into this emergency walk-in appointment, we met a very deflated John. And so we called the number on the door um, and they told us that no appointments were available in the system prior to June 26th. So feeling really discouraged, we headed home. Um, Ember, of course, was still praying that we would make it. I was, um, you know, still hopeful that people would pray for us, but also feeling like realistic that, you know, really what are the chances of us being able to make this flight home? Um, We spent the morning on the phone with private agencies who can fast track passports, but no one could help. Um, John talked to the State Department, contacted Chuck Schumer's office, and then John's dad contacted a cousin who was an immigration lawyer, and they suggested calling the U.S. Embassy in Dublin. John and his dad um, back in Dublin were on the phone with the embassy, and then a tiny glimmer of hope came in the form of someone from the embassy in Dublin saying that if the airline would let us on the plane, they would be able to help us get a renewed passport for Ember when we arrived in Dublin in order to let us back into the States at the end of our trip. So then we spent more time trying to talk to the right people at JFK, to the TSA, to the airline, and no one seemed to be giving us a clear answer as to whether we'd actually be let on the plane. So eventually we just said, let's just let's just go to the airport. So we packed everything up, told the kids that, you know, worst case scenario, we'd be coming home to sleep at home tonight. But we just felt like we had to go and try talking to people in person and just see what would happen. And meanwhile, obviously asked everyone to keep praying. So we arrived at JFK with quite a few hours before our flight um, and went to the check-in desk for our airline. Um, We told them what our issue was. 
and all the people we'd spoken to and they were so helpful and kind um, they talked to managers they called Dublin airport to try and get some clarity around passport control there and we provided you know birth certificates marriage certificates everything we could possibly think of and after much waiting and many phone calls they gave us our boarding passes and told us that if we had any issues with TSA to come and they would vouch for us we got through TSA without any issues and um, we got on our plane we arrived in Dublin airport and explained the situation um, to the lovely gentleman of passport control and he just said ah oh, you're grand welcome home and that was that so by some miracle we made it home with Ember's expired passport and you know we are very aware of all our privilege in this situation and we also really want to acknowledge the many answers to prayer that exist in this story. There are so many moments that have, could have gone very differently. And we are so, so grateful to be home with family and friends after so long. And for all the kindness and provision that we experienced in order to get us here. So we will be here for the next six weeks. But we will very much look forward to catching up with all of you when we get back to New York in early August. Oh man, I loved hearing all of those stories and thanks to everyone who took time to share. Now make sure to submit your own story, subscribe and tune in for our next What's Happening episode at the end of August. And as always, I leave you with the words of our dear brother Carlos. Listening is the language of love. Keep listening and loving friends. We'll see you next time.